0: Peter Dinklage, Amelia Clark, Kit Harington, and Ed Sheeran are all back for season seven, episode one. Get hype. (laughs) This is spoilers. This
1: is
2: spoilers.
0: I want off the hype train. All right, so hot takes early, Mikey. Oh, Mikey, you not just off? step
3: off. You, like, jumped off Oof. like it was a runaway
0: train. It was a boring episode. Really boring. Before we get into the details of the episode, there's one huge elephant in the room we have to dress, and that is our red-headed man, Ed Sheeran. I've been saying Ed Sheeran all day. I had a coworker <laughs> correct me, like, nine <laughs> times, because I don't really give a crap about <laughs> what him. What the fuck? But, uh, I, I guess... I'll just preface this by saying, you know, we're going to try to keep this pod short as it's just one episode of Game of Thrones, but it's just one episode of Game of Thrones. But, I mean, we argue for how long this morning in our text thread about Ed Sheeran.
3: A solid hour.
1: Isn't it Sheeran? I
3: thought it was Ed Sheeran.
1: It doesn't matter. (laughs) Josh, Josh, you were defending him. Everyone was only arguing against you. (laughs) Yeah, so make a case so we can all bash you. (laughs) Yeah,
0: please. <laughs> by the end of it i feel like we're just pulling threads because i think we can all agree none of us like this cameo it it's kind of bullcrap and my only point is that this is like the third or fourth or fifth musical cameo they've done that's been really obvious to me that i've hated and i'm just kind of ticked that everyone's like oh now that it's ed shireen it's horrible that's basically my whole point
3: he was, like, shoehorned in there, though. He, like, gave nothing to
2: the scene. And they put his face in every frame.
0: It yeah. was weird.
3: He has the most oblonged face in the world, so it's, it's got to be incredibly hard to frame it.
0: You guys don't think he's a handsome man? No. <laughs> but he looks like oh. a Lannister, right? He looks like a Weasley. <laughs>
2: By Lannister, do you mean inbred, like
3: (laughs) inbred and pale ginger? (laughs)
2: Yeah,
0: screws his sister. I don't know. I guess yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, I think there's been a lot of there's been a lot of internet backlash against Ed Sheeran, and I just kind of think
3: he quit Twitter.
0: I, I think people think that he is not cool, but. Sugar Rose and Snow Patrol and Coldplay are cool, so they can pull it off. When I think it's say, all just that's kind how of you crap.
3: Sigaros,
0: Seagull So, to the so I, I don't know. I thought it was Sugar well,
3: Ross. It's Sigaros.
0: Did
2: they have lines? <laughs> did those other bands have lines? And did they act? And did they act as bad as Ed Sheeran? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's all, we get into some subjective ca- territory there, Mikey, I'm not sure I can say. But I know that almost all of them performed musically much like he did. So I, I would just say go back and watch them now that you know that they're musical cameos too. Because that's the thing you guys said, like, Ed Sheeran's face is super familiar. So it like stuck out to you and really broke your suspension of disbelief, I guess. Like the yeah.
3: mini driver effect where like her face takes up like 95% of the screen. Oh, God. Wow and Ed <laughs> Sharan accomplished that last night. So good for him.
2: I mean, even if it wasn't Ed, that scene was just really bad anyways, even if he wasn't in there.
0: So that starts us off at the beginning cuz that's an Arya scene and so is the opening scene. Um it, it starts off the, I mean, this is a huge moment fans have been waiting for for the Freys to get their comeuppance and Arya in the cold open murders like every Frey and to me, I just felt like, why start the episode with this and have the rest of it be like kind of a down movement? Why not end the episode with this and just cut that last scene with Arya completely?
1: Yeah, I, mean, I totally agree. It felt like they they started off hot and I was fucking jacked. Obviously, like the suspense has been building for over a year now, and they started off with this, and then the rest of the episode was very much like setting the stage, and it felt like you said, like we we peaked very, very early in the first three minutes of the episode and then uh, kind of downhill and flat from there, I would say.
0: Dad, that or er, Jordan, that's something our dad would always tell me in advice. Just like, never come early.
1: <laughs> that's weird.
0: <laughs> Alright, so moving on from the Riverlands, uh, we go to, it, we see Bran, and I guess that Mira pulled his sled, like, miles and miles to the wall. And, uh, basically, I think Gren, or Ed, no, it's Ed. Ed lets him into the wall. Um, the thing that kind of pissed me off about this scene was that he, Ed asks Bran, like, how do we know that you're Jon Snow's brother and you're telling the truth? And Bran gives him this, um, like, over-the-top, like, super vague... Answer that totally didn't answer this question. Did you guys catch that? <laughs> yeah, definitely.
3: About how he just like read his mind in his past, and that was like, "Yep, you're him."
0: No, he didn't even say that. He's just like, "The night king is coming with all you, of his enemies." You were at and- home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, saw I guess him. he that. Uh, yeah. Yep, so I guess we can move straight <laughs> from that. You know, Pappy gave us like a 10-minute time limit. I think we can push it to 12 minutes, but uh, we can do
1: we're 20. already about
0: halfway through. <laughs> so for everyone out there, Pappy is the pap father, I guess, of spoilers. And he, <laughs> even when he's not here, dictates how long we must pod. He's ruthless. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, he cracks the whip. So the next scene is Sam in Old Town... And the biggest takeaway from this is when they kind of have they kind of break the editing style that they've been running with the past six seasons and just do this like music video of shit and soup (laughs) stuff.
3: Was that supposed to be
2: funny? (laughs) Yeah, it really stood out. It was you could tell it was a big departure from like the rest of the episodes.
0: What do you guys think they're trying to accomplish? Humor.
1: Didn't come off. Fell flat. Do you think so? I I I laughed. <laughs> I was with like I was watching with a group and like we were all kind of laughing. But it, I think it did a good job of kind of fast forwarding through his monotony and uh, almost like a montage of him
3: montage.
1: Having, having to pay his dues. Oh, we'll get to the montages later, Stevie. <laughs> I can't um, wait. <laughs> but kind of a montage of him having to pay his dues and kind of losing patience with becoming a Meister and uh, ending up having to steal some books.
2: I, I don't know. I agree with what Josh said, that it was a different editing style from the past seasons. And this first episode, you already have the edge hearing thing. Arya has already... Her story has already peaked for the episode, and then everything else kind of falls flat. And then this montage thing as well It's like, how, how many... Lame things can be in this first episode.
3: (laughs) It's really setting the tone for the rest of the season.
0: Ouch. Well, um, moving on from that scene, um, we get what I thought was actually one of the stronger scenes um, with Euron Greyjoy approaching the Lannisters to try to take uh, Cersei's hand. And he wants to be... uh, I guess he'd be king if he married her, which is kind of a scary thought, but... A lot of people online were um, talking about how Euron Greyjoy was dressed like a oh, early 80s punk rock <laughs> lamb guy. He,
2: he looked like a modern day guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just a hipster.
0: Yeah. I think they're setting him up to be kind of the bit bad guy. And I think uh, his character is going after Tyrion to bring kind of Tyrion's head back to Cersei. Is that kind of what you guys have caught on to the as well? The present
3: he talked about.
0: Yeah. yeah, which, whatever. We'll get to Tyrion's I Luke mean, Skywalker performance cool as in a second.
3: Snow or as like, kind of just that scary presence. He's just kind of there. Don't you agree?
1: Well, we don't really know that much of him. Like, just that yeah. he's like, kind of. How much
2: has he even been in it?
1: Yeah, just he doesn't have that menacing. I mean, presence
2: like wasn't that. like Ramsay right off the
3: right off the get go like menacing as hell? It just and I think that like was kind of why.
0: He was menacing to the point where he was like stupid about it. I think this guy could be scarier because he has more laid plans than maybe Ramsey did, but mm-hmm. you're right. We've yet to see him torture anybody, and I would guess it'd be my prediction in the next two or three episodes we're going to see him doing some pretty bad shit.
2: Yeah, It'll be interesting to see what he's up to. I, I don't really know much about this character, but
0: he already seems kind of creepy and violent then the next two scenes uh before we get to our final scene is in more towards the north and we see a kind of a throwback scene with the hound where he's visiting a household of uh a father and daughter that had to commit like mutual suicide i guess basically and um if you track this back it goes back to a couple uh episodes or even a couple seasons ago where the hound and Arya stole some gold for this family and kind of left them for dead i thought this was one of the more stronger scenes the hound is one of my favorite characters did you guys actually think this scene was maybe a bright spot in what's otherwise a dull episode
3: this was i thought the brightest spot of the episode just because the hound like so far his formation of his character has a lot of depth and i think um just him actually having, like, remorse about what he did to that family was pretty cool.
2: I think he's one of the more interesting characters on the show, and it's, like, nice to see that he got uh, some screen time in this first episode because I think it kind of sets him up for a lot more screen time this season.
0: Speaking of that, Jordan, you got any predictions on where the Hound is headed? Click game bowl? Get hype.
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> Moving on to Winterfell Sansa and Jon um, Kind of have a disagreement In like a court setting And it's kind of setting up for Maybe some infighting amongst the Starks I thought this was actually a Pretty interesting part Sansa had a few good burns That she laid on Littlefinger um, Again Not the greatest scene in Game of Thrones history But a brighter spot of the episode I thought
3: I didn't notice this at first. I mean, I didn't notice this at all, but my wife pointed out to me, because she read it probably on Reddit or some other news site, <laughs> but apparently Sansa had the identical hairstyle as Cersei did in Season 1.
0: She's learned a lot from her.
3: And I think she's going to go after Jon before the season's end.
0: Go after him?
3: I think it kind of like sets lust, up for... Like
0: lust... lustfully. No,
3: like have someone like, <laughs> like Brynn try to kill him. Oh
2: i I don't don't know about that i really do they find it it took six seasons six seasons or whatever span of time and years to get back together i mean they've been looking for each other for how long
0: i think that what stevie may be i think that may be what the tension is that she's like leaning that way for a while but i don't think that's what the final resolution will be and speaking of final resolutions um the last scene is kind of a drawn-out introduction to uh, what the name of this episode is, Dragonstone, and uh, Amelia Clark, a.k.a. Daenerys Storm, born, a.k.a. blah, 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 Khaleesi, uh, her and Idols. Peter Dinklage uh, <laughs> land, and much like Skywalker in <laughs> A Force Awakens, Peter Dinklage doesn't talk in this episode and just kind of looks around at a bunch of shit. Uh, the episode ends on amelia clark saying let's get started as in their invasion of westeros um did this scene help you guys out how did you feel like this episode ended it was
1: corny
3: (laughs) much like the beginning not very satisfying (laughs)
1: I thought so too, and like we like we've been waiting, and the whole like six seasons has been a build up to her coming back, and then they like end this episode with more build up to her coming back, even though she's sort of bad. Just like just just burn some shit.
0: Since we talked about the beginning and end, this just popped in my brain. How fitting it would it have been if the episode started with the scene entering Dragonstone. And it's the beginning of a new season. Amelia Clark can say, "Let's get started," and then it ends with all the phrase dying. Wouldn't that be a little more compelling of an episode? Maybe I was
2: actually going to say that. I think that's how it should have been edited. Would have been a lot stronger.
3: I think they kind of screwed up with the previous season. If this is the direction they wanted to go, they shouldn't have shown Arya killing Walder. They should have like yeah. had her be mm-hmm. Walder this whole episode, and then reveal at the end, "Hey, this is actually Arya. Walder's dead." If that's could have kind of they wanted to go. He could have pulled so
1: open the killing him in the first place and yeah, then they ended, shown that. ended with her. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Interesting. And also, not a big fan of the Arya scene where she like takes the mask off like the end of a Scooby Doo episode. I mean, <laughs> aren't the faceless men a little more subtle than that? Over mask off, man.
2: Fuck it, mask off. <laughs> Arya Stark. Face.
3: It was Arya Stark the whole time.
0: Off. <laughs> Future. All right, guys, uh, I, I think we might be pushing our max that Pappy set for us. So quick yes or no's. Um, we didn't do introductions, so if you want to say who you are and where you're from and then give your quick yes or no, <laughs> Jordan, will start with you. Go to Stevie, then Mikey, then me. Uh, I'm
1: going to give this episode a very, very soft yes. The softest, flaccid oh. yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> It's there was so much hype for this episode and I feel like it, besides the first like 10 minutes it was a pretty huge letdown. Uh I am looking forward to seeing if they uh <laughs> how they deal with Conor McGregor and Noah Syndergaard being other cameos later in the season oh, and if Christ. they are if there's as much backlash to them. Uh we'll see about all of that, I guess. Stevie.
3: This is Stevie. Jordan give me a really sad whistle blow. This is how I felt about this episode. It's a no. (laughs) It reminded me of season five, which was torture. I mean, season five was about as boring as it gets in Thrones, and this was in the step in that direction. Extremely off balance, really choppy, really unsatisfying beginning, which was corny, really unsatisfying end, which was even cornier. Um, I do not have much faith in this season, but it could rebound, but this is not a good good start to it this is a no
2: Mikey I agree with uh what Stevie said I'm stepping off the hype train for this season (laughs) and I I don't think it's off to a very good start uh I thought if anything was going to make it better it was like we said switching the Arya and the Daenerys scene um this episode also had the famous scene ever with Ed Sheeran and I really <laughs> took me out of the really took me out of the whole episode after that and I just kinda hated it from then on. So it's a no.
0: Thank you, Mike. And uh as a book reader, I've been waiting for the phrase to just choke on something <laughs> for <laughs> for years. So just That scene honestly made this episode worth it to me. Um, I think a little bit of the Ed Sheeran blowback or Sheeran or whatever you say, uh, I think it's a little bit overblown. It was lame, but it's not uncharted lame territory for Game of Thrones, so I guess I'm more willing to forgive it. And I'm not off the hype train, Mikey. This is a little... I expect a little more. I think it's disappointing that Spoilers podcast figured out in about five minutes a better layout for this episode but (laughs) um overall i'm still gonna get a bit uh a yes um soft vigo mortensen flaccid dick from (laughs) captain fantastic outside on the bus yes
2: (laughs) that's your go-to dick you always (laughs) reference that dick
1: it's really the only dick. (laughs) (laughs) josh how how did you feel about the uh uh aria's Direwolf and the like, the post-credit scenes, like the preview for next episode. Do you think Nymeria is going to come back? Well, do I don't watch that?
0: those to try to avoid Doo-doo. spoilers. It is I didn't spoilers. watch it the
3: episode; was so bad, I just went straight to bed. <laughs> 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 All
0: right, guys, there you have it. I think uh two, two yes, two no is pretty fair for this episode. So stay
2: woke. Step off the hype train. Step off
0: fast. <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's a wrap. This was spoilers. (laughs) Our email is podcast spoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcast spoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme. Our number is 903-776-4507. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, Subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. Please don't forget to leave us a review by searching for movie spoilers. Clicking on the cereal bowl, select the reviews tab, and leave us some stars and some words. That was spoilers.